The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And here we go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph. He's the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center, filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. This week, we're going to discuss a number of sports injury-related topics as we normally do as we go to australia pick it up with the australian tim gabbett from gabbett performance solutions talking about training for injury prevention and enhanced performance some of his training philosophy he's also a consultant to the chicago bulls and then we're going to be visited in studio by dave heidloff from athletico talking about the three p program for acl injuries prevention progression and performance and does acl injury prevention work and then dr chuck and i will talk about uh, something he does best working with the chicago white Sox. how long and demanding is the major league season stay with us it's sports medicine weekly our website sportsmedicineweekly.com back to get it going after this on espn radio feeling tired sluggish and overweight if you're looking to lose weight and gain energy join us in karen malkin's 14-day transformation cleanse you're going to absolutely love this whole foods cleanse you'll feel great lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And we're back on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. And that proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Our producer, George Katsarillis, running the board. Our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph, the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox and for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole, my usual co-host, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls. So, Dr. Chuck, I want to ask you, you do a lot of work with the White Sox, obviously, and with the Chicago Bulls and other teams. Do you ever bring in some uh, international training philosophies? You know, Steve, I have to tell you, uh, in professional sports, in my 14 years of experience now, we leave no stone unturned uh, trying to find a competitive and or training advantage. So, uh, yeah, we're always scouring. And whenever we you know, get a contact, we like to investigate somebody who has new and innovative training techniques or, or injury prevention methods. We'll bring them in. We want to hear what they have to say. We want hopefully... If it gives us a 1% or 2% advantage over our competitive teams, it's worth it. Absolutely. We've got a gentleman on the line right now joining us from Australia, and it's about, what is it, um, I'm trying to think, uh, thir- 15 hours ahead, right? And uh, he is Tim Gabbett from Gabbett's Performance Solutions, training for injury prevention and enhanced performance. He's worked with the uh, Chicago Bulls. And, uh, Tim, thanks so much for, for joining us. First, how are things going in Australia? 
Thank you very much for having me on. Um, oh, it's, it's beautiful here in Brisbane, in Queensland at the moment, but it's uh, it's beautiful all year round in Queensland. Good. Well, let's talk. Tell us a little bit about Gabbit Performance Solutions and um, what your business does and uh, how sports teams here in uh, the USA are, are kind of attracted to uh, to what uh, your your specialty is. Yeah, look, it, the the organisation Gabbit Performance Solutions is is all about um, building building teams up and making them stronger, making athletes, um, helping athletes get fitter, helping athletes um, stay injury free, and um, w- the way that we do that is through through sport specific research. So we use an evidence based approach, um, but we use it in a really practical way. Um, so we're not we're not necessarily just interested in um, Part of our research is is published, so we've we've published a lot of work, but we're not we're not just interested in 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 publishing for the sake of publishing. Our our, our job is we want to make a difference to sport, we want to make a difference to athletes, and we want to make sure that we get as many of our players available for selection for each as many games as possible throughout the year. Um, so we work with staff. Um, performance and medical staff. We work with coaches, and sometimes we work with um, the front office um, to to try and make sure that those things happen for the team. You know, Tim, you come at it from a, a basic science approach. Obviously, you have a PhD in uh, in, in human physiology, so it obviously gives you the you know an understanding or intuition at the at the most basic level. How did you where where did the leap come? How did you ramp that up in actual practical application, or that what we like to say uh, bench to bedside type of research that put it into practice to treat and coach and advise your athletes and your teams? That's, that's a really good question. I, I, I think um, when, I was a, when I was a young boy, I was about 10 years old, and my, my father was, was training um, soccer players, he was training rugby players, and I used to, to follow him around and at, at all the training sessions, all the games that he used to, to go to. And I, they used to call me his shadow because everywhere he went, I would go. Um, and I, I think I just migrated to, to sport. I've always been involved in sport, always trained um, hard myself, always been involved with coaching or, or training, and, and, and combining the, the, the scientific side of it with, with that practical application, I always had a, um, a sort of a, a lateral, I always had a lateral view on, on problems, so I always tried to come at problems from a, from a practical point of view. Can we solve this problem? So... And can we solve it in in the real world context? Um, you know, it's it's nice to set up these these elaborate um, research projects, but it, it it doesn't make sense to me if we can if we can answer it in theory, but it doesn't apply in practice. Um, so so all of the work that I that I've done has always been about how can we how can we use evidence in a practical way to make a difference to sport. Um, so I guess that's always been my approach is. Um, the sport has to come first. We want to make a difference to the sport, but we also want to use um, the best possible science to, to answer those problems. Our guest is Tim Gabbett from Gabbett's Performance Solutions, joining us uh, from Australia. This is Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel, along with Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Dr. Chuck is the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox, filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole and I understand uh, Tim that you worked uh, with our Chicago Bulls um, earlier uh, this summer to 
Can you talk a little bit about that and um, uh, how they kind of pursued you and uh, what you uh, were partnering uh, up with and uh, kind of your training philosophy with them? Yeah, yeah, we did do some work with um, Chicago Bulls and, and pr- probably the, um, the the strength of, of the organisations that we work with is is that they they know their strengths and they know the areas that they want to improve. So rather than thinking um, that they have to be the font of all knowledge, um, the good organisations go out and find um, the people who can help them. And as I, as I mentioned before, our... Our role is is really about building teams up. If we identify some areas that they can get better, it's not about tearing teams down. It's actually um, what we do is try and try and find a solution to those problems. Yeah, there might be a, a little challenging area, but we try and find a solution to it. Um, so so recently we worked with um, their performance and, and medical staff um, around around this really important area of, of workload monitoring. It's it's become a really big area in the states um, where um, athletes are, are using this wearable technology, um, and the idea is that if we can track what our athletes are doing, the the work that they're doing in training and in and in competition, then and hopefully we, we get an understanding of workload and injury relationships, where where those individual athletes' thresholds are. Um, can we push a little harder in some athletes? Do we need to pull back in other athletes? And and because we know that um, the response to to training, the response to competition is very individualised. The the same amount of work can bring about very different individual responses. Um, so so a big part of of what we did with the Bulls was just helping them um, it, with with their own data, um, helping them to to look at some of that workload and injury relationships, um, and and they're they're already well well on the the right track in terms of in terms of athlete monitoring and player monitoring and, and well-being. But to have have as many um, of of the people in the room as we did, it wasn't just performance and medical staff. All of the coaches were were on board with with the meetings. Um, we even had some front office staff in the meetings. So to to, to have an organisation where you have buy-in from the top down is is a really it's it's quite unique. Um, but it it shows that the the whole organisation is is working towards um, keeping their athletes as fit as possible, but also they're interested in in athlete well-being as well fantastic stuff tim we're out of time but uh hey we really appreciate you uh joining us uh here from australia on sports medicine weekly uh love the philosophies you're sharing and um continued success uh, moving forward tim gabbett gabbett performance solutions from australia this is sports medicine weekly we return with more after this on espn radio i've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do i just ignored it and hoped it would go away after a month i couldn't take the pain anymore i went to my family orthopedic he told me that i needed physical therapy when i received my prescription for therapy the first thing i did was search pt companies online i came across ati physical therapy it's close to home has some great reviews and when i called they verified my insurance scheduled me right away no wait everything was so easy and the staff was great 
They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, or even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis, methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. We're back on the Saturday morning. Steve Cashel, Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. He's the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox and medicine specialist, surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush at Sports Medicine Weekly. Dr. Chuck, um, how many uh, ACLs do you do a year? You know, Steve, ACL is the most common injury that us sports medicine surgeons take care of. Probably almost about 300,000 people a year will be tearing their ACL. And probably about anywhere from 150 to 180,000 of those patients will undergo reconstruction because they're young, they're active, they want to get back into their sports. So I, I personally see about a, uh, about 200 a year, about 150 of those patients actually under, undergo surgery. So common injury. And, and nowadays we're doing everything we can to try to prevent that injury because we see that, you know, as we've talked about on, on this show over the past couple of years, it is to a point a preventable disease. Now, maybe not in all cases, but there are new and evolving science that allow us to lower that risk in the young and our most vulnerable athletes. So there is such a thing as ACL injury prevention, and but who should be aware of that? You know, that's something really we all should be aware of. I think from a, you know, a, as parents, uh, we've got a, our job is to look to, to allow our kids to participate in sports and recreation in the safest and most effective manner. But certainly the job is us, us as providers to get the gospel out. That yes, that there are certain circumstances where, you know, physical characteristics of our young athletes make them at greater risk for this injury. And we think we can mitigate some of those risks. And, and certainly I think our next guest is going to help us with that. There's clearly evolving science and techniques and concepts that I think will be beneficial to all our listeners. Our next guest is Dave Heidloff from Athletico, works out of the Oak Park River Forest facility and also with Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And he's the Oak Park River Forest co-head athletic trainer. So, Dave, um, take me through uh, uh, the 3P program for ACL injuries. What is that? Yeah, so Athletico is rolling out uh, what we're calling our ACL 3P program. The 3Ps stand for prevention, progression uh, for when someone has had an ACL injury and is going through rehabilitation, and finally, performance when someone who has had an ACL tear is looking to get back into sport. What are the, what are the elements? Uh, you know, when, let's, so, let's start with prevention. Certainly, sure. I, I think hopefully most of our listeners have not suffered that injury and their children uh, and their teenagers are able to participate in sports. What are the elements that we're looking at 
and what are the things that you're going to identify to help them uh, minimize those risks? Yeah, so when we're doing a, a prevention screen, which uh, somebody can do by either getting in contact with one of our clinics or by attending one of our mass screenings that we do with some uh, local area affiliates, is we look at different injury risk factors. Uh, we look at someone's range of motion, uh, what they look like when they're doing some sports-specific tasks, especially those high-risk tasks like cutting and pivoting and jumping. We look at what their landing mechanics look like and also uh, what their squatting mechanic looks like so that we know where their weaknesses are. And if we see some weaknesses, say in the hips or, or the ankle or you know sometimes in the muscles closer to the knee, uh, we can address those hopefully before we see an actual uh, ACL injury. You know, and th this is the time we should be doing these things. So, you know, we're we're out of high school season. Most of the kids are recreational. They're maybe in just fitness programs or kind of uh, off-season participation. Uh, what are the how how are the how are these programs set up? I mean, do, does my child come in and get a screen, and then and uh, is there a specific program or is it individualized? How do you, how would you approach? Yeah, so you know, obviously for some of our mass screenings, when we're doing screenings on say you know 100 to 150 athletes at once, and in fact we're going to be doing some on uh, for our team Chicago soccer program soon, uh, we'll be doing a couple hundred kids at once. Uh, basically, what we're looking to do there is just figure out who's who are our high risk athletes, who are our moderate risk, and who are our low risk athletes, and we really focus in on those high and moderate risk athletes and really try to create some individualized programs for them. What are the sports in that? What's a high risk sport? Uh, soccer is, soccer is probably the, the big one that comes to mind. Any sport that has a lot of cutting, pivoting, uh, acceleration, and deceleration are, are really your high-risk sports. So other things like basketball, football, things along those lines. Again, our guest Steve Heidloff from Athletic. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. It's Sports Medicine Weekly, and I know I talk with Dr. Cole quite often, gentlemen, about uh, difference in gender, right? Difference between the, the guys and the girls. And uh, Dr. Chuck, you agree? I mean, Dr. Cole, he says that uh, the girls are more high risk for the ACLs. You know, the girls are, it's anywhere from six to eight times that of a boy. Really? So if you take a 16-year-old girl and a 16-year-old boy, that girl is six times more likely to tear her ACL than the boy. Now, certainly as they age, generally by the age of 18 and somewhere closer to 2021, 20, that risk of injury seems to, you know, seems to be more equal. But certainly in that 14 to 18 or 13 to 19 range, that's where the girls are most vulnerable. And, and I, I have a daughter, and, and, I, and I worry tremendously that my daughter is going to suffer this injury. And so, you know, I, I, why don't you tell us, what are the essential elements in, re, in, in preventing? What are, the, what are the critical factors that I'm going to coach my daughter up or <laughs> you're going to help me coach her up on so this doesn't happen? Right. So, so the, really kind of the, the one big thing that I could, I could tell everybody to look out for is, is when you're doing a high-risk maneuver like, like a pivot, a cut, or, or a landing from a jump, is if you see your knees starting to buckle in, that, that's a good indication that something's going on that needs to be addressed to help reduce uh, your risk for an ACL injury. You know, sometimes it's coming from the ankle, sometimes from, from the hip sometimes from an imbalance in, in muscles around the leg. And all of that can be, can be addressed once we get a, a better look at somebody. So certainly the mass screen, we sort of help pick out those people that have obvious, uh, obvious deficiencies. Right. And then the next step after that is get that individual patient, well, individual evaluation. Yep, we can get them in. We'll do some video analysis to make sure that we're actually seeing what we think that we're seeing. And, and it really helps us come up with that individualized approach that you were referring to earlier. Then how do you measure success? When do you know when these programs are helpful. Well, I mean, are you seeing physical changes in, in performance? Sure. Well, first of all, we'll, we can do a, a second video analysis to make sure that when you're doing your cutting and pivoting that you're doing it with better form. Uh, sometimes we'll actually see some performance enhancement benefit from it as well. We'll see you know, a lot of athletes that are in what we call quad dominant and they're not using their hamstrings or their glutes. 
So sometimes we'll see actually, a, you know, some some performance boost there, quicker first step, things along those lines. Um, and, you know, the other thing that we look for is also making sure that our injury rates are, are lower than what we would expect uh, for, for other teams of, of the same size. Great stuff from Dave Heidloff, Athletico Physical Therapy, the website, of course, athletico.com. Dave, thanks so much for joining us here in studio on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks for having me on. All right, back with more of our show after these messages on ESPN Radio. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit Prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Back on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, our producer... Board operator George Hotzarellos, our coordinating producer, doing such a marvelous job setting up our schedule of guests, Teresa Ann Seeger. I'm Steve Cashel, Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph filling in this week. Dr. Chuck, of course, the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox, surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And Dr. Chuck, uh, I have to get into some um, baseball White Sox conversation because this is what the what you do as the head team physician for the Sox. And, um, boy, I'm such a baseball fan going back to when I was a little boy, but on the sports medicine side, how long a demanding is a major league season? You know, Steve, uh, unlike football where we say football, they run a sprint and they got a week off, and, yeah, they got to do it 15, 16, 18 times. Baseball is a marathon. It probably is the closest thing to training. And, And really, if you put it another way, the average team's getting two, no more than three off days a month. And if you think about all of us who we went to our job and we had to work essentially uh, 27 or 28 days a month, we'd all be pretty tired and sometimes probably sick of our job. Now, yeah, players are playing a game and they're getting paid very well, certainly at a major league level. It's still a, it's still a marathon and, and people wear down and people have good weeks and bad weeks and, uh, and, and our energy level will wax and wane with, depending on how the team does. How about the training? Uh, you know, we, we see it on the Cubs side with Jake Arrieta. You know, it's kind of world-renowned now of his training uh, aspect. And I know you've gone through players. Uh, every every major league team has guys that, that don't believe in that. You know, I'm a baseball player. I can eat a hot dog and drink a beer. And, you know, that goes back to, you know, uh, I forgot who it was uh, um, that used to say, you know, I'm a baseball player. I'm not an athlete. You know? Well, certainly, you know, if you go back to Greg Luzinski and some of the uh, Lamar Hoyt in the old days, uh, conditioning was not a big deal, but I, I would say, you know, it may be almost a little heresy to say, but the steroid era did did sort of bring to light that physical co- conditioning can be a huge advantage. And so what players did back in, I hate to say it, the steroid era, they found out that if they took steroids and they worked out hard and aggressively, they tr- transformed their bodies. Now, luckily, the steroid era is gone. Major League Baseball has one of the most aggressive testing protocols in all of professional and international sports. Our players are tested constantly, repeatedly. They have blood testing. So I I would say the game's never been cleaner. But the leftover of that is players who transform their bodies can perform at a higher, more effective level. And certainly in a marathon sport like baseball, as opposed to that high-impact collision sport like football, conditioning for the long run helps you get through that season. So I we see our players come into shape or come into camp in much better shape than they ever have before, and they know 
what deposits they put off put in in the offseason will allow them to take small withdrawals during the course of a very long major league season. How about the pitchers now? Let's talk a little bit. I mean, I'm sure back in April, um, pitch counts a little more important than they are now, or even innings pitched, right? And what's more important, the innings pitch, or is it all about pitch count? You know, it, it's generally about pitch counts that day, you know, because that's sort of when, 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 when do injuries occur? Injuries occur when, when players are breaking down, they're tired, they're fatigued, uh, you know, they're going further than what they should go. Uh, but I would also look at it from the innings perspective that season long. We all remember Fergie Jenkins. Fergie had, what, six years in a row where he had more than 20 wins. But really, in those six years in a row, he was pitching more than 300 innings a year. 300. 300 innings a year. No one does that now, year. right? A pitcher who pitches 200 innings a year now is generally a very high-value pitcher who's making a lot of money. So uh, times have changed. Now, I will also agree that certainly the intensity of pitching has changed. Now we have specialized hitters and specialized pitchers. So I think that ability to get through 300 innings, those days are long gone as well. And how about uh, Tommy John surgery? How common compared to, say, 20 years ago? This is now the ACL of baseball, correct? It is, you know, and, and I think as we've talked about on this show as well, it's becoming an epidemic, uh, certainly in youth and high school baseball. On a professional level, uh, you know, the, the, the most recent statistics we have from baseball, Major League Baseball, one out of four Major League pitchers has had Tommy John surgery. Wow. If you're a right-handed reliever, the odds are one in three that you've had Tommy John surgery. When I first got into professional baseball with the White Sox, when I started with them back in 2003, I would go through the, 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 the medical records of every single player available for the baseball draft. And in 2004, there was not a single player in Major League Baseball who had had Tommy John surgery as a high school player. Really? Nowadays, in reviewing the medical records for the 2016 draft, of which both teams, I thought, had very good drafts. I know the Sox were very happy with our players. Uh, it's unfortunately commonplace. The number of players who've had Tommy John surgery as high school and college athletes is amazing. And why is that? Uh, I just say it, it's intensity, duration, uh, and time. You know, we're finding more pitchers pitching too many innings, too hard, too long, without periods of rest. We've talked on this show many times that youth pitchers should have at least three months off every year. If they're, pitch, if they're throwing a baseball 12 months a year, they're going to raise their incidence of injury six to eight times for what it would be otherwise if they have off-season time. And finally, Dr. Chuck, a tip for our Little League parents out there, pitchers, the young kids, what are we looking to do? Just watch the innings, watch the pitch count, and then ice? You know, it, it's it's both. It's it's watch the pitches and watch the inning count. Certainly, we've gone in Illinois from uh, having an inning count, and we used to have strong restrictions on how many innings youth pitchers can pitch in the course of a week. And now we've gone on that it's pitches. Uh, actually, pitches more important than innings, especially high-stress pitches. And finally, the last thing that's changed, Steve, over the last 8, 10 years as we've kind of talked through these issues, it used to be that youth pitchers, and we thought are skeletally mature, should not be throwing curve curveballs or sliders or those movement pitches we say because we thought those were more dangerous uh, to their elbow and higher risk of injury what we're finding out though it is really the hard the intensity so a, a youngster who throws a hard fastball and throws lots of hard fastballs is probably at greater risk of injury than that youth that is throwing the occasional curveball or slider or change up pitch so I, I think we're the science has been evolving and we're getting better information so it's intensity duration, and velocity of pitches that matters most. Wonderful stuff. Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph, head team physician 
for the Chicago White Sox for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. I'm Steve Cashel, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages on ESPN Radio. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of DJOglobal.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by Medwest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsourilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.